Happy Ty. Hello, podcast listeners. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 3, senior year, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And my name is Tyler. And today we're talking about Minute 59 of High School Musical 3, senior year. Minute 59 starts out with them singing The Boys Are Back while Chad is standing on the big tire. Wow. And ends with Taylor telling Gabriella her future is calling. Ring, 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 ring. It's your future calling. Wow, we just do we just do the very basic jokes here. I was I was like, are you <laughs> quoting the end of Spaceship Earth? <laughs> oh, is that a thing? I rode that ride like four times last time because <laughs> I was tired, and it's t- like twenty minutes, so I could just sit there. It's a in good the nap. Dark. It's a good nap. Um. Anyway, we're in studio. Indeed. Which means that we're in the same room, same time. Yes, and the the jokes flow freely. There's no awkward pauses in between. They don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't exactly. stop Exactly. Well, speaking of things stopping coming. The boys are back is over. In the, this yeah. Minute. Yeah. It feels like we've been talking about this song for a month because we are in the fourth week of talking about this song. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the first week. The first, like, it was the just first, like, it, like, it, it just like, started. Yeah, it was like not even 10 seconds. And now it's just ending. Yeah. But it's still, we're in the fourth week of us talking about it. There's some dancing happening. At least there's like stuff going on in this minute, even though it's just a repetition of the, like, the boys are back. Yeah, the song is just repeating the chorus, but Troy dismounts the big tire that he was on and then. Chad, Chad leaps onto he, it. He, yeah, he likes he sort of like body rolls onto it from the back and ter- which turns into a stand like a surf pose. He does and, like a point, and then he dismounts off it, which is a pretty cool yeah piece of choreography. And then there's this other guy with a regular sized tire who like belly rolls on top of it like he's boogie boarding. Yeah, and then like does a somersault and then like grabs the tire as like part of a full roll rotation. Yeah, which and- doesn't look as smooth as it probably as they probably think it looks but it looks pretty cool yeah i think there's lots going like there's people doing like pirouettes and stuff in the background yeah they're and, like jumping off car hoods and doing flips and someone's sliding down like a roof yeah i don't remember <laughs> that one <laughs> so there's a lot of like physical stunts happening that are <laughs> dance adjacent well like our flips like that backflip that that guy did off the hood is that a that's not dancing, is it? I, don't... I mean, it's choreography. I'm sure it's also st- like. Yeah, I, I, there's no reason to to call it not one thing, I suppose. But but yeah, so there's there's lots of dancing happening, and and also Trad and Troy have some like new dance moves in this too. Besides them standing back to back, they do some like bring it down, and they're like pointing down, and they like, like shit. yeah, it's like a body shimmy they down. They point their leg in a direction, and then yeah, they're doing some like. In sync kind of moves. Like. Yeah. In sync like the band or is in there doing it both. In together in sync. Both. In synchronicity, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite uh they ha- they add a new line here in the song, The Boys Are Back, you gotta do it again, and we make it look good. Which, you know, could be a callback to um Will Smith and Men in Black. You know the difference between you and me? I make this, this look, look good. good. Bolton, Montez, you have a callback. So, you never know. Yeah. Could be, a re- yeah, where, especially where they mentioned Will Smith earlier in the song. I don't know if they threw in any random Robert De Niro I have <laughs> quotes. No clue. <laughs> no clue. 
Just a random quote from Meet the Parents. Was that would that have been out? <laughs> Meet the Parents is like from the nineties. Yeah, it is. I always think of the, it as the like original, a mid-2000s. The original Meet the Parents uh-huh. is from the nineties or early, like late nineties, early two thousands. Then they made like Meet the Fockers and Little Fockers. Okay, and those were like later sequels. Okay, so they 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 end by climbing up. Onto a car hood and standing back to back. Yeah, yeah. The song kind of builds up. It's like a. They do a big slide across the concrete too, but right before <laughs> they get to the car, did you notice that? Yes, kind of. And then it ends with like a half sung, half spoken. The boys are back. Classic. And then it doesn't give like a horn hit at the end. It just kind of fades out. Yeah. Which is fine. And then they zoom out. And they're alone with a big tire in the middle. Like, everything is there, but all the di- extra dancers just, like, disappeared. I didn't necessarily notice that, like, the movie was trying to really call attention towards the, like, and they're all gone now. It was more just like, and the song's over now. Well, I th- like, they did a big wide shot before zooming back in on, like, there was some difference. True, yeah. I mean, it's hard when... The, the shot is about what you don't see to be like, oh, this is what I'm not seeing right now. Sometimes it's done more effectively than others. Yeah. And then they they make their way back to the car or the truck with Chad asking, so what are you going to do if Juilliard says yes? And Troy says, I don't know, which is an honest answer. Yeah, but Chad doesn't like that answer. He says, that's not the answer I wanted to hear, which is... You know, a weird controlling thing for someone to say. Yeah. <laughs> but I suppose if he's being honest about his emotions, yeah, that's not they're, wrong. They're having open emotional <laughs> vulnerability here. It's important. Um, but yeah, it does raise the question, like, didn't, did Troy not, like, commit to U of A? Like, yeah, it's really unclear if he's committed or not. Is he, like, way, reneging like, on a deal? Yeah. Yeah. They shook hands. Yeah. So a lot of the, like, like, like I've been saying, a lot of the conflicts of this movie feel weird because it feels like they already decided something and now they're like going back on it too late. But I don't know. It could, could be either way. Yeah. And Chad then threatens Troy with, well, I'm getting you back in the gym tomorrow. I'm getting your butt back in the gym tomorrow. Troy says something about, oh, so I can whoop your butt. And then Chad says, in your dreams, in your dreams. but Troy says he could do it with his eyes closed. And then Chad says, in your dreams, and it's like, yeah, that's normally when things in your dreams happen when your eyes are closed. Just a little bit of funny non-dialogue there, I suppose. Yeah, them them riffing on each other, having a having a good time. It There's- seems like the, the script ended with the line about. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's not the answer I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, okay, Zach and Corbin, just joke yourselves into the, the car pre- and we'll all laugh at the funny dialogue that you guys do. And this is a yeah. a screenwriting tactic. I was recently listening to an interview with Tom Hanks and he was talking about how that was literally on the page for him and his co-star on whatever TV show he was on in the mid-early 80s. It was just like, yeah, you guffaw off screen. and Yeah, they're pushing each other and like hustling along. So it's a little it puts a little bit of pressure on the actors to be like, hey, be funny now. 
Like you're you 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 have natural charisma and what's it when you have the chemistry? Gel, like, chemistry with the other person. Like just be funny when you guys interact. It is automatically good. Yeah, and that's not necessarily true. Like you should write something. Well, I think Troy. I think Zach and Corbin know their characters at this point too. Or maybe they did write it and it's also just written poorly. You know, anything's <laughs> possible here. Anything is possible. Speaking of anything is possible and looking forward to the future, we cut to another scene about the future. We but a much more immediate future this time. <laughs> We're talking about Taylor and Gabriella talking again about Gabriella's acceptance into the Stanford Honors Program. Yeah. Uh, the scene opens with sort of um, a dramatic papers being thrown onto a bed, which seems a little unnecessary, but makes for an ex- sort of exciting start to a scene. Mm-hmm. Taylor plops some photographs onto Gabriella's bed where they're both working on homework and other things together. Condra, you've you're someone who's done a lot of homework in bed over yes. the years, I'm sure. Is that your preferred homework location? Does it hurt your back? Um, what's your what's your vibe there? So in college it was and and in grad school too, especially like as I got sick, I was doing a lot of work in bed because I was having trouble leaving bed. Yeah. Um when I was in grad school round two, I did try and delineate bed versus desk uh just because sleeping had become very difficult (laughs) but i think i think both have their merits i think it depends on what you're working on when i was like dictating a paper yeah i could just sit in bed and have google type it out for me kind of thing and it didn't really matter where i was sitting uh i also really love those stupid egg chairs that you see in libraries (laughs) those like the ones that like have wall around you, so you oh, can't see yeah, people yeah, next yeah, to yeah, you, yeah, and they're yeah, just yeah. like in this like little cone. I had a spot that I would go to like every every other day in the library when I was in college, and it was just like my egg chair. Yeah. So with the having like papers spread out on bed, does that oh, bother yeah. you? No. No, you're I fine used with to that? Do that. Yeah, I would like rotate my positioning in bed and have to move all my papers around me and stuff. And now, what if you're doing what? Gabriella and Taylor are doing here and you're like having a friend over and you're just like working on the bed together. I never did that. Okay. That's weird. <laughs> that is for no one else but me. <laughs> it, no one else's body touches bed. I suppose it's not unusual, yeah. especially in college where it's like the bed is the only per- piece of furniture in the room. Oh, like absolutely. it's got to be a shared space yeah. if someone else is in the room. No, and that was the case in college, but like especially cuz we hosted a lot of movies in my yeah. my in my roommate's room my first year, so it I think still it Maybe because of the conversations they're having, they didn't want to be at the table, yeah, like the dining table. Yeah, they clearly want some privacy from Gabriella's mom. I think it's also like very much like TV visual language. You Trust when you have friend, yeah, when you have like the conversation with your friend, you're upstairs and you're both sitting on the bed for some reason. More of like a high school, middle school type thing. Yeah, where elementary, you're going to be sitting on the floor. <laughs> Honestly, though, did a lot of that, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, they're they're talking about Gabrielle is like, I'm going to miss everything. And Taylor's like, no, you're only going to miss the show. You'll be back in time for prom and graduation. And I think Taylor's missing the idea that Gabriella is also looking forward to the show. Yeah. When you something you've been rehearsing for and you're like the lead role. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's a bigger deal to Gabriella that she's going to be missing this. Perform- or potentially missing this performance. She still hasn't decided, and it's in, like, a week. We don't even know who Gabriella's understudy is. 
Is it Tiara? Is it Tiara? She, we know she's an understudy. Is she Gabriella's understudy? Or the understudy for Gabriella's role, which is how you're supposed to phrase that. But yeah, well, so structurally here we have, um, you know, the conversation between Chad and Troy is basically the same conversation we get with Taylor and Gabriella. These movies do that every once in a while where it's like, oh, the friend relationships are supposed to mirror each other. I think with, we saw that most in the first movie. Yeah, you know, with the black characters being the ones who are like harping on the main characters, right? So the support, the sort of trope of the supportive black friend being not exactly yeah. <laughs> redeemed here with these movies. Yeah. And Chad versus, like, Chad and thinking about Chad and Taylor in their supportive friend roles, they do it very differently and not always kindly. Yeah. So it's very interesting that, like, there is some of the realness, real selfishness of teenhood that comes through in their characters that Taylor, it's weird to call it selfish, but there's this, like, selfish mentality that, like, oh, you're... Your import of going to the Stanford Honors Program, like, helps me have social clout. Taylor's locked in her own perspective. Yeah. She's having trouble empathizing. I think Chad is doing a little bit better of empathizing. He's like, what are you going to do? Like, he's asking Troy his perspective, mm-hmm. honestly. And he said, that's not the answer I wanted to hear. And it feels a little forceful, but at least it seems like he's open to hearing what Troy has to say. Yeah. They've gotten past that point of, oh, this is the only way that this conversation to go. (laughs) Oh, they did a whole song about it. Yeah. And Taylor has yet to move past that point with Gabriella. And maybe their relationship isn't dependent on that because it's not as long founded and not as like rooted in, in shared history. Taylor likes to lecture a little bit. That's just part her of her personality. Her opinion is the most important in the room. And and her characterization as like a sort of, I'm trying to say this in a positive way, girl boss. Yeah. Um, I think is a strong characterization. And it, it, is, it is positive in many ways. But structurally, when the movies set her and Chad up as the side characters and don't really give them much to think or feel besides just harp on the main characters, that's what bums me out. I definitely see that. I think Taylor here is giving a spiel we've just heard many times at this point. <laughs> and it's like, okay, we get it that, like, Taylor and Gabrielle have the same conversation. Gabrielle and Troy have the same conversation. <laughs> Chad and Troy have the same conversation. <laughs> this is why we need more Ryan and Kelsey on screen. They Honest, never have the same conversation. <laughs> no, we never know what they're going to say. Even Martha, TBH, like, let's see. Darbus. Yeah. Mr. Bolton. Mr. Bolton. Oh my gosh. The I don't know if it was this year, but I sent you an, an Instagram thing of someone who had decorated their door oh, with yeah. a, like a, a pine tree, holiday tree, with taped Troy and Chad faces on it. And then and it was then a picture the, of Mr. Bolt to say, what are those two doing in a tree? <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is the holiday decoration I need in my life. I guess you I could get Troy and, like a Troy and Chad ornament. We could. They have the Funko Pops. We could have just gotten a Funko Pop. And they have like mini versions of the Funko Pops. I don't think maybe. they have mini versions okay. of those Funko Pops. And then, which I haven't gotten yet, there, still, and I should get. Is there a Mr. Bolton Funko Pop? No, but I feel like you could make one. I see so many people being so creative and like painting 
Funko Pops to look like other characters, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah, it couldn't be that hard to get a white guy with a short haircut. <laughs> also, you can do a custom... Funko has, like, customized, like, make yourself as a Funko. Yeah. So you could probably just do that. Now, I don't categorically like Funko Pops. I uh, like my Disney Park Funko Pops that I have. I have a wall of Funko Pops. But, they're all park themed. But back in the heyday of internet comedy YouTube... You have a John Oliver one. That I was gifted. You're welcome. <laughs> In my heyday of being a fan of internet comedy YouTube, you know, I was a big fan of Cracked After Hours, and they had Funko Pops of uh, the four characters from that, and I was like, those gotta, like, that's just like, when it's like the most obscure, like, niche possible thing, that is sometimes fun. Yeah. And I, I couldn't tell if those were like a custom, like, one-of-a-kind thing, or if they were just like a small, limited release that was available at like one Comic-Con convention type thing, but... That was the one where that, that I was interested in. Like, oh, yeah, it'd be fun to have Soren on my desk. Yeah. <laughs> I think some of mine are, like, niche in a very, like, the fact that I'm only buying Park. It's. I think it's funny sometimes when it's a real person. I think that's why the John Oliver one's a little funny. <laughs> He's like, this is just a man. In Non-fiction. A suit, in a suit, nonetheless. <laughs> but. Yeah. Um. Gabriella doesn't have any Funko Pops in her room, but no. she does have other decorations. She has so Ooh, many decorations. Look at in that room. segue. Now, let's get back to the movie on Disney Channel. So she's got <laughs> hope and dream just in like a generic cursive font uh, on her wall. Yeah, like like a sort of wood carving like wall decoration, almost like you would buy at Home Goods. Yeah. She's got like a lamp. She's got multiple lamps. She is living in a non-overhead lighted room. And one of the lamps almost looks like it's like a corset. Yeah, body. it has like a it has like, like a lacy almost a, a body. Like it looks like it's meant to hold um, jewelry or something. It's got like a a barrel at the bottom that is vaguely torso shaped. Which I don't know. Maybe it was like in the house, and she's like, "Yeah, it'll do." Or if this is like something she carries around. Like honestly, it's hard to get a good look at it. It almost looks like the name anything in this photo meme, where it's like. Everything's a little blurry, so you can't quite make out what it is. Yeah, but there's a picture on her bedside table of her and Troy at their golf picnic. Okay, that like, yeah, when they were on, like, the second the, the, hole or something. Yeah, yeah. And then they got sprinkled on. Yeah, yeah. who took that picture? Yeah. Was it Charpay? <laughs> She's like, you know what? You guys did look really good, though. You did though. look really good in that photo, so... I'm over Troy. I'm it was like probably, over Troy, but it was not probably over. Ryan. Though. It probably was. Yeah, because they like, were both in that tower spying on them. Yeah, which would be cute, but also like concerning. Like she's like, <laughs> wait, you were what? <laughs> uh, yeah, she's got she's got like another like butterfly decoration on her wall. Her bed sheets are like a a quilted white and what? blue flower. She's got like a tomato pillow that looks like an ugly doll. Yeah, that was in- yeah. You said that like there's a tomato, and I was like, "What do you mean a tomato?" <laughs> and <laughs> I was then like, I oh, it's like back and a it's- pillow, but it's got like the weird eyes. It fits the color palette of the room. It does. It's it's like a weird quirky object. Like oh, <laughs> she's a little quirky. She's got this weird pillow. But yeah, it's mostly the conversation between her and Taylor. Taylor saying, "You know, missing the show isn't everything." 
Gabrielle is doing a little bit of exaggeration with everything. What is everything that she's going to miss? It's just the show, but obviously, but that's teen the show logic. Is important. Yeah, yeah, and it's teen logic yeah. where everything. Everyone is- <laughs> in the first grade is going to have earrings. I need to get my ears pierced. That's a that's a, a conversation I heard once in a mall between a small child and a parent. I love that. <laughs> Sometimes you hear like something that's like oh, out of a TV show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I think that is influenced by, like, what the child takes in. And yeah, it's yeah. like, if that's what their thought process the, is. The modes of expression, yeah. Yeah. But I think her, again, I think the writers are tapping into the teen experience well, which from time to time they do it well. And the end of the worldness that we see in, in Gabriella's thought process is very true, too. And she does not feel fine. No. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, anything else? To say about this conversation that we haven't said before. It continues. Yeah, it continues. The future is calling. The future has arrived today. <laughs> Go back to talking yeah. about Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> you surprised me. You, you said you, it was a better rewatch than you remembered, right? It was about what I was expecting. <laughs> it was worth rewatching, yeah. I will say. Um, Stanford Honors Program doesn't seem like it would be that life-changing. Seems like being in the show is more worth her time. This pre-orientation honors program. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just accepted students day. Yeah. <laughs> take it, take, change the language a little bit and it's chill. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, until next time, you can find us on Instagram at Amateur Nerds. On Tumblr at Wildcat Minute. You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah. Let us know what you want from the Camp Half Pod version of the show. Did you actually listen to it? It's yeah. a lot longer. <laughs> well, we had to do two episodes in one That's this true. week. That's true. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I have been Condra. I've been Tyler. We'll see you next time to find out what Gabriella needs to do when the future calls. You can bet on it.